the mile rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning. Welcome to the Mile Rate. Uh, Melton 10 race card last night. Great racing. All across uh, Australia, Wagga had two big races. It was the Easter Cup at Launceston as well. And uh, the Country Cups Carnival continues at uh, Warrigal today. Rob Orber, good morning to you. Very good morning, Dan. I've got my cup of coffee here all ready to go for the day. The dog's having, having his breakfast, so uh, we're looking forward to reviewing what was a very interesting night at uh, Melton last night. The uh, first on the card, uh, this was a bit of an upset. Aussie Playboy uh, got the uh, a prize here, uh, Rob, but it was a race where it changed complexion a fair bit over the last 100 metres. It was, uh, Dan. Uh, Aussie Playboy uh, pretty much... A couple of starts ago, we, we alluded how uh, well this horse was going uh, and he sort of got driven a little bit out of his comfort zone last week when he was driven out of the gate and he just didn't finish the race off. And last night, back to 1700, he was driven quietly uh, in the race and it really allowed him to, to do what he does best, which is finish off the race strongly. And he was able to get over the top of him in the first last night. He, he returned a mile rate of 155. It was a good, strong performance. Uh, he ran, ran a lead time of 6.9, uh, 29.3 first quarter, 30.3, 28 and 28.4 home. He won by th- just over, under three and a half metres, defeating Steel Screens, who uh, also joined in uh, virtually in the uh, last 400 metres, and he's going really well to finish second. The, the luckless runner in the race was uh, We Better Believe It, who uh, sat behind the leader, which was Captain Wilson, but unfortunately Captain Wilson never got the horse to the sprint lane and uh, as far as uh, we better believe it, he got badly held up and when he got clear late, he he certainly finished off the race really strongly. He was uh, quite unlucky, actually. He probably should have been winning the race. Uh, Rosa McReader missed finishing fourth. Uh, Her effort, as per normal, just uh, sat in behind him and, and made up late ground and uh, the one of the favourites who started favourite and then drifted out to be second favourite by the time the, uh, the race jumped because we better believe it came into two eighty favourite. Just roll your own. Uh, the former Kiwi who was so impressive winning uh, first up over the twelve hundred metre race. He did some work early, and uh, you know he eventually got to the breeze. He, he, he took over coming to the home turn, but uh, he just sort of f- faltered the last hundred and fifty metres or so, and he got beaten seven metres in the race. But uh, all honours to the winner, Aussie Playboy, Julie Douglas uh, and Jack Law. They've done a really good job with this horse. They've got a good uh, good feeling of him and, uh, you know, he, he deserved the win. The the horse that we probably blackboard, it's, it's ready to win in town is certainly number, number uh, we better believe it, who started at the uh, off the pole position last night. Disappointing runs. Captain Wilson, he led, uh, never finished off the race and Gypsy Princess also went forward early. Uh, but out of the race, really, uh, we better believe it's the one we follow. Race two, first of the, the replay races we have, was one of the features on the night. It was the $50,000 three-year-old Phillies Elabar Vic Bread Platinum Homegrown Classic. So a good slice of the prize money pie was on offer here. But uh, Tequila Delight uh, was the uh, odds-on favourite. It ended up starting at $1.45, but it was an upset with Little Miss Lily at $19. At top of the lane, major drama led, but is running on empty. Little Miss Lily up alongside, and wider out now, Black Mirror, and even wider out, Lenny's Angel finishing on at a rate of knots with who's watching Lily. It's Little Miss Lily in front of Lenny's Angel. They'll hit it together, Little Miss Lily. Little Miss Lily has held off Lenny's Angel. Third major drama kicking on, along with Luna Dream. Who's Little Miss Lily by Lenny the Shark out of Mystic Jewel, trained by Patrick Ryan and driven by Damien Wilson, Rob. 
Yeah, what a great result for uh, for Patrick and, and Julie and the whole team. Uh, they they do a great job. Look, Patrick um, and his family have been involved in harness racing. Uh, it's been a lifelong uh, a dedication. And um, to, to see them in the winner's list last night in preparing uh, Little Miss Lily, which they also own as a family with obviously a lot of other uh, family friends uh, who are involved in the horse, uh, they would have got a huge thrill out of winning that race last night. It was... Uh, the homegrown classic and, you know, Little Miss Lily uh, side by uh, Lenny the Shark. So it was a, a really uh, great uh, great result for, for the homegrown and um, <clears throat> well done to, uh, to the connection. She drew inside the second row. She got a nice run. There was plenty of speed early in the race. Um, Major Drama, who drew the pole position, uh, came out running, as did the favourite, Tequila Delight, and as did the horse that drew outside the front row, Major Milestone. And there was a bit of speed in this race early. Uh, Lead time was 6.7, 28.5 the first quarter. They backed it off 31.6 in 28.7, 29.8 home. Returning a mile rate of 157.3. And little Miss Lily, who was just parked in off the speed, uh, was able to uh, come to the outside, coming to the home turn. And she finished off the race well to score. Damien Wilson hadn't driven the horse before. It was his first time behind the horse. And a great result for, for Damo, too, with that win last night. They had a fantastic night, uh, Damien and Laura, all round. Uh, unfortunately, probably one that disappointed the most, which was Major Moffat. We'll talk about later on. Lenny's Angel uh, finishing second. Another one side by Lenny the Shark. Uh, uh, really good run. Look, you know, we, we were expecting her to run a much better race last night and, uh, you know, she went down by half neck, but uh, I'm sure would have pleased David Aiken, uh, Lenny's Angels last night. Major Drama was really brave, led, was involved in that early burn, battled on well for third. Uh, Luna Dream was a much improved run. I'm sure that would have improved, uh, pleased Warren Green uh, with the run of Luna Dream. And who's watching Lily, uh, horse that uh, you're involved in, Dan? She she wasn't far away. She got beaten six metres into fifth placing. Uh, inexorable, Black Mirror, all, uh, Black Mirror looked a winning chance on the home turn, but just didn't finish off the last hundred. Inexorable, much improved run for Emmett and Richard Brosnan. And a disappointing run out of the race was obviously Tequila Delight, who started the $1.45 favourite, worked hard early, but just didn't finish it off. Race three, there was a lot more drama about the three-year-old Colts and Geldings uh, division. Uh, but in the end, it was Compete who was lucky to get into the race because it was an emergency, and then it was fortunate for other circumstances as well. Compete, trained by Emma Stewart, Karen Manning, taking out race three. Gorn is fighting on determinedly into the clear now as Compete comes to the outside to try and chase down the stablemate. Gorn's in front. Compete with fresh legs has had the softer trip. Swept on by Compete and he's powering away. The emergency is going to take out the Alabar Vic Bread Platinum Homegrown Classic for the three-year-old boys. It's the stablemates. Compete, Gorn. 15 away, close third. Maybe hey there, Joe, in front of Heat Seeker and they'll follow... Yeah, plenty Gorn happened here. Um, the first uh, running, well, was, the race was rerun. Uh, Rob, but you're going to explain to us why. Yeah, look, I, I thought uh, the Gremlins had certainly got into the system the, the previous week with some of the blowout results. First two races, we got blowout results last night and then we had uh, the drama that went along with the uh, three-year-old Colts and Geldings final here where we saw... The uh, first take, uh, there was plenty of uh, early tempo in the race. Compete, uh, also love a scrap, also uh, my uncle Stan and Gorn all came out running and it was just a comedy of events that occurred. Compete uh, broke up. Uh, then my uncle Stan, who was trying to uh, get across, decided to break up and then also the... Uh, the other favourite, Gorn, who uh, also broke up. There were, there were three breakers um, soon after the first few hundred metres of the race and there was uh, 
quite a bit of drama. Uh, Mark Pitt, who was down to drive Gorn, got tipped out of the car. And uh, Lover Scrap, who uh, then decided to uh, get pretty keen in the race, uh, it was about 20 metres in front of the rest of the field, but we had a, uh, a loose horse on uh, on the charge, and that was uh, Gorn and uh, the clerk of the course and the stewards uh, doing the right thing there. It started getting pretty dangerous, and uh, they called the race off after they'd gone probably about nearly 600 metres, and um, they were going pretty, pretty flat out, especially uh, Lover Scrap, who was up in the lead. Uh, all the horses uh, were vetted, uh, the connections were spoken to, the stewards deliberated and they elected to uh, put everything back uh, one race and proceed with uh, running the race. Uh, Gorn had broken uh, broken hobbles, so uh, Clayton Tonkin uh, and the team were, were busy trying to get replacement hobbles for Gorn. Um, then Mark Pitt was found indisposed, so he couldn't drive, so Kate Gath got the late call-up with about a few minutes before uh, the horses going out onto the track. And the, horse, uh, the race was rerun, and... Uh, you know, almost uh, to what we thought might have happened before the race, end up happening uh, at the finish because the uh, the two Emma Stewart stable horses were the two horses that actually got through unscathed after uh, the first incident and uh, they were able to Quinella to race. Uh, Compete came out well, uh, much better than the first time round. Gorn came out much better the second time round as well and uh, Gorn led, Compete sat on its back, Compete pulled out the top of the straight and went straight past it and, and won impressively. He's a three-year-old by Sweet Lou out of Celebrity Guest. Uh, returned a really quick mile rate, 153.9, 6.7 lead time, 26.9 the first quarter. They were flying early, 29.1, 28.8 and 30.2. So the race progressively on sectional times got slower, but uh, the, 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 the cream rose to the top and Compete, uh, who's a very well-bred horse, uh, got the job done. Gorn, a brave in defeat, finishing second. Nothing wrong with uh, Gorn's run. Both horses look to have really good promising futures. Uh, hey there, Joe ran a nice race for Phil Cherkop, snuck up on the pegs to run third. Heat Seeker also wasn't far away fourth. Edward Grange fifth. Uh, a few horses just didn't really seem to back up that well. Turham CC didn't finish it off as well as it should have needed it. Aussie Panther, Lover Scrap, who was involved in that early burn the first time and also the second time, uh, didn't didn't really uh, run well. My stunk, my uncle Stan was the same, and uh, D Y finishing at the tail. But compete proving too good at the finish. One fifty three nine. Rob, the fourth event on the card was the uh, two-year-old uh, feature. It was the IRT Australia Shaker Maker Classic. Good race, and I think we unearthed a pretty good horse in Bay of Biscay. And with a kick here, Remy Lou. The outside hammer down was struggling. He's under pressure. Three deep, Bay of Biscay. The big fellow is warming to the task, winding up. Held up for a run, Coco's Dream looking for the sprint lane. And the Statesman runs on. It's taking the lead, Bay of Biscay. The Statesman, the other first starter, is in hot pursuit. It's Bay of Biscay kicking on. The outside, the Statesman. Along the inside was Coco's Dream, but on debut, Bay of Biscay. The Blue Blood wins it well with something in reserve. Second was very close at the end. The Statesman had peaked on his run and coming through along the inside Coco's Dream. They got away from the others. Uh, On debut, Bay of uh, Biscay, prepared by Emma Stewart and driven by James Herbertson. Uh, Rob, uh, Bay of Biscay um, thought he was terrific. Yeah, he was super impressive, wasn't he? Uh, Mark Pitt, uh, unfortunately, had to uh, relinquish the drive after... uh, 
uh, coming to grief earlier on. Uh, James Herbertson was the late call-up, and James uh, handled the horse uh, superbly. He's uh, an outstanding driver. Uh, he didn't get bustled uh, early. He actually, in a, in a pre-race warm-up, felt Bay of Bisco was hitting the cart. So uh, he uh, he called out to, to get a replacement sulky, which they uh, uh, replaced on Bay of Bisco prior to the race. And uh, that worked out quite well because Bay of Bisco, despite being beaten out of the, uh, the, the, the early speed battle, he just parked in off the speed uh, in a one-out, one-back. He let down with a big sprint, which we saw at the trials. And he got the job done. He won easily. He looks a lovely type. He's well-bred by some beat somewhere out of Nike Franco and he's got a huge future ahead of him. A mile rate of 156.5, 6.8 lead time 29.8, 30.8, 28.8 and 28.3 home. He won by just over three and a half metres but he did it easily. Uh, half head away uh, for second and third. The Statesman first up we spoke about him uh, during the uh, harness racing preview show. He, he really caught the eye uh, at the trials with uh, a nice type, and I, I thought he ran really well last night. He hit the line well. I'm sure Alison Alford and Chris would have been really pleased with his performance last night. Coco's Dream enjoyed a good trip after that eye-catching run in the uh, Ararat two-year-old race. Uh, Bailey McDonough uh, indicated last night that horse would be going for a spell. He ran well third. Remy Lou, a much improved run. Look, she's she's a filly racing against the boys, so she's doing a really good job. Uh, she finished fourth. Nathan Street continues to improve. He, he's one worth following. Hammerdown was disappointing last night. He did some work and didn't finish it off. Ferrigno, John Justice uh, indicated he's going uh, to get gelded, so uh, he's probably going to have a little bit of a mindset change. And uh, Prescott at the tail of the field. But Bay of Biscay, uh, he, he looks a really special horse, and the Statesman, I thought, was a really nice run. Race five, a little bit of an upset here. Serge Blanco uh, ran the favourite at a backable price. Post-game was well-backed and continued on his really good form, prepared by Jane Davies. It was the first leg of a, a double for Chris Alford, Rob. Yeah, no, very good run uh, post-game. Look, it was, it, it, I think this race is a really good form line race, Dan. I, I think we're going to see quite a number of these horses that will be winning in coming weeks. Uh, post-game, he, he, he stepped up to town for the first time last night. Uh, and he did a really good job. Uh, you know, he wasn't bustled out. There was a lot of a lot of moves in the race, especially early. Um, and uh, Chris Elford just sat back. He came with the one run, which is what post game seems to be really good at. And uh, he hit the line well to win. He recorded a mile rate of one fifty six eight forty four six lead time thirty one. And there was plenty of mid race tempo again twenty nine eight twenty eight four and twenty eight seven home. And post game came out wide. Uh, on the home turn, he made a run with Serge Blanco and he was just able to get inside Serge Blanco to, to, to hold him off. And uh, he went into the race, race fit, and there's better races for this horse. He's, um, he's just going through a transition period. He's a five-year-old by sports rider as Samantha Sparkle. So there's a lot of uh, speed bred into this horse and hence why he's got a great sprint at the end of his races. Serge Blanco, really good run. First up for a little break. He had a good hit out at Bendigo Trials recently. Uh, you know, I think that run was just going to top him off last night, which it did. Uh, he, he's heading to Mildura, and uh, I think that's uh, we, we, we'll be keeping a really close eye on Serge Blanco, in particular if he draws well. Where's Seggy? Really nice run. Again, first up from a little bit of a break. I thought he went well. Uh, our Uncle Jim's been going well for a while. He hit the line nicely. Loved the run of Vanquish Stride. He was first up after a long spell. Uh, he, he ran really well. Uh, I'd be black booking him. Ultimate Vinny, I thought his performance was very good. He's had two runs back. He just worked too hard mid-race. And even though he got beaten into sixth spot, I thought his run was full of merit. And Mr. Mastodon, I thought he's going really well too. He was involved in that early burn last night. Probably overdid it. Uh, he, he, he still battled on really well. And I think, you know, driven softly, there's a win for him somewhere. 
somewhere. So I think those first seven horses across the line last night are all capable of winning very soon, and uh, I think it's a good form race and, and horses to follow. Okay, race six, Hammers Law's in good form, a nine-year-old and notched up another win. Yeah, really impressive last night, wasn't he? He, uh, he just worked to the front for Sonia Smith. Anthony Buddy backed it up with a back-to-back uh, win last night. Mile rate of two minutes, and he won strong. 46-2 lead time, 31-7, 30.9, and 29-4. And Hammers Law certainly getting the job done and uh, doing a good job. Defeating Tipsy Turvey, we sad to hear the uh, the passing of Sue Crick, who uh, bred and owned uh, Tipsy Turvey uh, throughout the week. She's been a great supporter of the Victorian Harness Racing Club and the Harness racing industry as a whole and you know we certainly pass on our condolences to Evan and the family and uh, look Tipsy Turvey ran a really brave race into second for Marie and John Caldo I'm sure they would have been stoked John wore a black armband in respect to Sue last night Sir Patrick, uh, good effort uh, in third spot. He just continues to run well. Elder Baron Keeper, worth following first up last night after a little bit of a break. Got uh, got a long way back and lock wheels and I think certainly uh, keep following her. I think she's on her way back. Uh, easy pickings, also a good run. Uh, probably just needs to get back into the standing starts. Baltica disappointing, didn't really run on. Travel bug and Royal Charlotte was a shocker. Uh, she finished at the back of the field. So uh, all honours to Hammers Law. I'd certainly be black booking Elder Baron Keeper and I think I think easy pickings in the stand will be winning soon. And race seven, the prize easy feed. Ever hoping had to probably do it out of uh, his comfort zone, sitting without cover, but he really lifted when he needed to uh, to get up for favourite punters. Robin, race seven. Yeah, really good performance by this four-year-old. He's by Always Be Mickey out of Better Believe It, beautifully bred uh, horse, and uh, he really stood up last night. He was tested. He had to sit in the breeze, and he had to dig deep, and uh, he was challenged, and he rose to the occasion, indications that he's heading in the right pathway, as we've always felt. Uh, look, he was very backable odds, and I suppose, you know, uh, the, the, the bookies or uh, the, the fixed odds market people uh, wanted to take him on, knowing that he'd have to do the work, but he, he was able to uh, stand up to it. A mile rate, 154.6, 7.1 lead time 29 one 29-7, 27-6 down the back 29 home and he was able to uh, get the upper hand of hurricane hustler just before the line it was a great drive by chris alford he tried to pinch it with Hurricane Hustler, he had uh, a great night, Chris. He was best on ground overall, and uh, he, he did a good job with Hurricane Hustler despite running second. Craig Dem was doing a great job with the horse. Magic Mike, really good run into third spot. Uh, LB2 chains, really good run. He was first up as well. He's one certainly worth following. I thought his run was excellent. Shorty's mate just didn't uh, burn out of the gate, just didn't finish off that last 150. Platinum Stride will keep improving, and I'm Shadow Boxer didn't finish it off last night. But, look, he's a really good horse, ever hoping. Keep following uh, LB2 be two chains and Hurricane Hustler is going to win in town very soon. Race eight, the next of our replays and a hell of a after a narrow defeat in the Ararat Cup was able to bounce back with John Justice. Western Sonador, Major Moth is flat strap, Halliver, three wide, winding up with his sprint, Valachi sprint leading, then Cosimo, Western Sonador, uh, down the middle is now Halliver, Halliver after Western Sonador, Halliver, Western Sonador the inside, Halliver the outside, great tussle, Halliver, Halliver goes home just a little the better I think to beat Western Sonador in a photo finish, and Valachi up along the inside, third at any old price, uh, Cosimo or Lester. Yeah, not much in it at the finish, always looked like Halliver was going to just get there, and, and credit to Western Sonia, second up, uh, I thought he fought on really well. 
Yeah, we sort of indicated there was a couple of horses that it was almost D-Day for Major Moth and Western Sonador. I was really happy to see Western Sonador really uh, standing up and running really well for uh, for Rebecca Bartley and Steve Donahue and, and Rebecca's doing a great job here with his horse. Uh, Halliver, uh, after uh, two very good runs in the Charlton and Ararat Pacing Cup, uh, he got a, a softer trip last night. He came out of the gate, he didn't burn early, then took the trail on the back of Major Moth. He was well poised 1-1 and John Dustus uh, timed his run really well and uh, he's doing a great job with his horse and Mark Gurry, the owner, and uh, I'm sure they're uh, really enjoying uh, the way Halliver's going. And, and he did a good job. 156.8 mile rate, 46.1 lead time, 30.2, 30.4, 27.7 and 28.1 home. Defeating Western Sonyador, who found the top. Well rated early in the race. Um, Beck tried to uh, pinch it down the back straight, but uh, as we know, Halliver, who can sit off speed, has got a really good sprint. Just got him to beat him by a half head. But certainly uh, his two runs back this time in have been really good and hopefully uh, he can just put a few more together that can get him back into the winner's list. Velarchi, really brave for Lisa Miles. She sat behind... uh, the speed and battled on well. Let's rock, let's roll. Wasn't far away. Cosimo, uh, all going well. Finn Frost, they just couldn't really make ground when they went 55-8. The disappointing run, Major Moth. Uh, you know, he went around to the breeze and he looked some chance coming to the home turn, but uh, he's just not finishing off his races the way we know he can. Uh, he was beaten eight, just over eight metres, but uh, Halliver took the honours. Keep following Western Sonnigal. Race nine, well, this was probably the race of the night as it turned out. What a fantastic uh, stirring duel, in fact, between Shyella and Encypher. Shyella is giving Encypher the favourite something to run down. Shyella will corner at the 250 with a couple of metres on Encypher. So what ran up behind them will try and sneak up along the Garrard Sprint Lane. It's Shyella in front. Encypher trying to knuckle down now. It's still Shyella in front. Encypher inch by inches wearing her down in the Blossom Lady. A great tussle. Shyella clinging on. Shyella. Shyella wins the Blossom Lady, beats Encypher and third was so what? 20 away fourth. It was either final piece on the Shyella in the best form of her career, there's no doubt about that, and, and maybe just that race fitness edge, that all all it came down to, and, and just the, the little tweak in the barrier draw, five for Shyella, six for Encypher, Rob. Yeah, look, a, a really good performance uh, by Shyella. Uh, she uh, she was able to find the top in Cypher, uh, came outside her, and the two of them, as you said, had a had a sterling duel. It was a fantastic race. Uh, Shyella with the race fitness uh, and Cypher first up after uh, a finishing runner-up in the Vic Bread final. Uh, a mile rate of 155.5, lead time 46.2, 30, 29.4, 26.9, 28.2. They went 55.1 last half. And uh, there was only uh, a head separating the two of them. But uh, well done to Laura Crosland. She's done a great job with uh, Shyella. She's um, by Heston Blue Chip out of Chiquita Bromac. A, a Mercado mare, interesting enough, two Mercado mares in Bay of Biscay. And also Shyella uh, producing some uh, some nice progenies there. There's some good bloodlines to follow. In Cypher, uh, really good, tough performance. Uh, sat without cover. Uh, was very brave in defeat. There was a real tactical move there. Uh, Laura Crosland and Kate Gath were going hard down the back. There was a gap there for, for, for Kate to just drop in to get uh, in Cypher a little bit of a breather. And Laura Crosland, uh, she, she identified that was going to happen and she just grabbed hold of Shyella just to ensure that in Cypher wasn't a drop in the back of uh, Shyella to get that breather. And it was probably the winning move and it was probably a, a split-second decision and it might have only temporarily happened for uh, a couple of strides. But it was a, a very tactical race and, and well done to the girls. They did their uh, craft a, a, a great... Uh, 
a lot of pride there. And, and, and so what, uh, Jackie Barker, also a really good run. She came from a long way back, really fast last half, and, you know, she lost no admirers. Final piece, Bonnie Bell, Relentless Me, weren't up to it last night. But uh, Shyella, Ian Cypher, so what, all very good mares. And the last, Kaivali Piero just uh, got the better of stablemate Tripod, and Chris Elford ended up with a driving double. Yeah, look, it was uh, it, it was always one of the toughest uh, races of the night, uh, and I think probably uh, we, with the first three that we spoke about on Friday, finished in the top three, just uh, which order it came down. Kaivali Piero, Chris Elford, topping off a great night for him with a couple of winners and some placings as well. Mile rate at 158.3, he's a four-year-old by Muscle Hill, uh, raced by uh, Jim Connolly and S. Maxwell and getting the job done there last night. Tripod led in the race uh, and just run down. Brent Lilly training first and second. Brent does an outstanding job with his horses and he uh, certainly produced uh, a Quinnell in the last last night. Golden Sunset. Yeah, look, you know, she's just such an honest horse. She looked like she was going to nearly win half up the straight and, and just, yeah, just sort of ran up to him and uh, and just battled on well into third spot. The three of them ran a good race. The Sangreal, uh, just, yeah, not probably going as good as we know she can. Uh, but, look, you know, again, nothing wrong with its run, finishing fourth. Majestic Pride uh, into town, probably get more accustomed to this type of racing. Cooker Lane will, uh, didn't have much luck. We certainly won, were following. Majestic Chick, I thought, was disappointing. And uh, the rest of them uh, just didn't really come on. But Kovali Pera was a lovely drive. Chris Elford was able to drop in behind the leader to give him that breather, and that was a winning move. Tripod, good. Golden Sunset, good. And I'd keep following Cooker Lane. In uh, Tassie last night, the Easter Cup was the feature event on the program. It was taken out by Sunny Sands, trained by Kent Rattray and driven by Gareth Rattray. Alan McDonough drove half the card. Emma Stewart trained four winners, but Alan had one of his only prepared, but drove five winners out of uh, ten on the night. So a huge night for for Alan. Uh, Wagga had a terrific program last night. Uh, their cup was won by Izahar at 20 to 1, um, but the uh, two uh, races worth 100,000. So her historia. Emma Stewart prepared David Moran driven got the prize, defeating Electra and Tay Tay. And in the four year old entire, four and five year old entires in Gelding's final, My Ultimate Ronnie, Jared Elchin trained Cameron Hart driven, was successful over Curly James. And uh, Better Isolate, so the Victorian horses, Curly James, Better Isolate being placed in uh, that race. Uh, Warrigal today, Rob, Warrigal Cup Day, the first of eight, 12.36. There's a meeting at Echuca tonight, but uh, the Country Cups Carnival continuing with the Eddie Everson Memorial uh, Trotters Cup and the downtown of Warrigal Pacing Bowl Cup today at Warrigal. Yeah, looking forward to it, Dan. And I'm calling here today. Uh, Kyle Gully will be there trackside with me, and uh, we're looking forward to a very good day. Uh, Des Hughes, as we know, he, he puts his heart and soul into the industry, and I know he'll be doing everything uh, to prepare for today and, and making sure everyone that comes out to Warrigal will enjoy a, a wonderful day. They've got a beautiful uh, indoor enclosure there that you can uh, stay warm, plenty of good food and drink, and uh, enjoy a great day of harness racing. Eight races. I'll be doing the preview around 11 o'clock today on RSN. First event at 12.36. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for your help on the mile rate. Last show today, we've been told. So uh, I'll be able to sleep in on Sundays from now on. And have a great day today. And for everyone, uh, Rob, what's your usual sign-off? Happy harnessing, everyone.